It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for your company. I um, really, really appreciate you joining us. I know more and more and more of you are. And I know lots more, obviously, watching the show live, streaming on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Just a reminder, most of our guests are actually on video. Plenty to see. You don't have to look at my ugly mug the entire time. Um, now, <laughs> you're a regular listener. You'll know that, you know, when you do a show like this, you know, it's not scripted, as you can tell. Um, and and a, lot of, a lot of it is, is very much my input and, and a lot of... It's in the morning is very much my my mood. Um, and there are days I think like everybody through this lockdown and through this whole pandemic where you feel quite buoyed up. And there are days when you just feel um, depressed and just low and just and just miserable and despairing. And, and, and there are times when you're angry and, and there are times when you have all of those feelings all at the same time and utter, utter bemusement. I don't know whether to laugh, to cry, to, to, to you know, punch through a wall or what. The, waking up to the news this morning that the government is seriously kid, kidding, uh, kidding, ah, I got that Freudian, but actually more accurate, considering um, giving anybody who tests positive for COVID a one-off payment of, of £500 um, to encourage people to get tested if they've got symptoms and to encourage people to self-isolate. Um, if I could have thought of a a more stupid idea for Friday morning, um, I, I, I I would have taken many years to come up with something as dumb as the idea that the experts have come up with and which Matt Hancock, the health secretary, apparently considers his preferred option. Yes, really. Um, let's talk about this and all of the other oh, madness that has come our way in the last 24 hours since I uh, was last on air with uh, my guest who's joining me this morning, comedian Dave Chawner. Good morning to you, Dave. Happy April Fool's Day. <laughs> It's the only, it's the only explanation. I mean, I can, I can see why people who who have grown up in a in a very comfortable home with a very you know, guaranteed salary, um, who are living in a nice big home right now, um, uh, with the, with their guaranteed salary, no one's on furlough, no one's got into debt. People have probably got a load of savings because they haven't spent money on their ski holidays and all that. People like that thinking, do you know what? Do you know what? The reason why these people are nice is because they're they're, they're too poor. And well, if we give them five hundred pounds, whether they need it or not, um, but if we give them five hundred pounds, then they will sell, they will get a test and then they will. Sell self-isolate. Um, does this not betray a complete ignorance by the apparent experts, we're told, the behavioural experts are on SAGE and advising the health department? They haven't got a bleeding clue how ordinary people live. Oh, I absolutely couldn't agree. And the thing that you've really got to consider is if this was one of the suggestions that made the list, wow. what did they throw out? 
Wow. <laughs> God. I mean, I'm getting free turkey Twizzlers for everybody. I mean, it's, it is so, I mean, real shades of bloody Mar- Marie Antoinette here, aren't there? But this is the thing. 500, 500 pounds a week is a massive, well, 500 pounds to isolate for 10 days. It's a massive sum of money for people on the very, very, very lowest incomes. People who are really struggling on a lot of you know, tax credits, on universal credit. Um, absolutely, com- completely understand that. I'm not making any bones about it. From February last year, I was going on at the health secretary about this idea that, oh, people should do the right thing and self-isolate. And I said, well, hold on a minute. Well, it's all very well. It's easier to do the right thing if you've got a job where you can work from home or you can still get paid while you're self-isolating. And millions of people don't have jobs like that. Um, and 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 on the sort of low pay where there is no extra spare cash around. If you're paying this money, I mean, and genuinely they're saying to cut down the admin, and it would cost two billion pounds a month, would you believe? Um, but if you're looking at, you know, paying uh, whether someone's unemployed or employed, high income, low income, retired. I mean, presumably, if it's everyone, is is it children as well uh, getting getting paid? Um, it's equivalent to a twenty-six thousand pound a year salary, so a below average salary. Even if you, even if that came close to the money you would actually have coming in over that period um, to self-isolate, you would still have the issue of, um, you know, not being able to make ends meet because most people actually on those sort of incomes live absolutely to the edge of their uh, of their wages. But also, the the fact that lots of people do, you know, work where it's, it, it, taking time off can really hit your future income. And, and you know, zero, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a zero hours contract. It's freelancers. If you don't answer the phone call that week, you don't you don't get the work for the next year. Um, I mean, look, you, you, you're in that situation. Uh, if you just had a great new gig that was uh, that, that you had and it was guaranteed money, would you be tempted not to get a test even if you suspected you did have COVID? And I think the responsibility, moral responsibility is to go and do that. But would that tempt you or do you think it would tempt other people you know? Well, I think this is the thing is that I mean, the only thing that I can say that's positive about that is at least they tried. I mean, I don't know. I mean, for for me, if it was like, say, a sort of thousand pound gig and I knew that I'd get paid 500 quid, it really is getting to that crunch moment in the pandemic where people have to make horrible decisions because you know for some people yeah they've cut down on their travel expenses or going out to the coffee shop or whatever but other people that are in a a much unfortunate position this is now when the bite really hits yeah i mean again and we know three million people excluded and again if we've got some spare cash to help people then can we give the money to to which we do are we kidding there's printing money these days aren't they Uh, to help those people but this is the thing this is apparently an official policy paper it was leaked to the guardian it's been taken up by all the other papers uh, and it says it's Matt Hancock's preferred position and their issue is that they think that the problem is people not only are people not self-isolating when they have got a positive test although again the polling on that shows that people have done something like they, they've made one dash out to get milk or something like that okay they're not allowed to do that I'm not encouraging anyone to break the law you should not do that I had COVID I did I did not break the law I stayed at home I and mean, frankly I was too unwell to, to leave the house anyway uh, while I was still infectious but um the, the, the key thing here is that the, the, the evidence that people aren't really obeying this, I think, is pretty tenuous. I mean, you know, people saying they haven't obeyed it to the letter doesn't necessarily mean they haven't obeyed it. The vast majority where they haven't really been able to spread it to anybody. But also, um, 
I mean, again, I mean, it would be illegal, but if someone, say, was self-isolating, but their, their partner wasn't home and they had to walk the dog for five minutes, never came in contact with anyone else, have they, although breaking the law, I accept that they should do it, have they realistically put anyone else at risk? The answer, surely, medically, scientifically, would be no at that point. But um, if the argument here, which is what the, the Department of Health apparently is arguing in this official policy paper, is that people aren't taking a test, even when they have symptoms, even when they think they may well have COVID, because they can't afford to take time off work. Uh, this is the solution. Uh, and they say that only 17% of people with symptoms uh, come forward to get tested. I mean, everyone I know has had symptoms, wanted to get tested. Mm. They wanted to know, partly because they wanted to know they had had it. So they could, frankly, be a little bit uh, more relaxed about worrying about getting it and worrying about passing it on to other people. So I mean, I'm fascinated that we've got there's this, this, you know, prevalence we've told we've got of the disease in our country. And we've got, you know, goodness knows how many people getting tested uh, or every day. Um, eight, we've got a capacity of 800,000. How are only 17% of people with symptoms coming forward to get tested? Does that not suggest that actually vast numbers more people do actually have the virus? Well, this is the thing. I want to learn so much more about this. You know, is is it, you know, is it 500 pounds for COVID, perhaps 100 pounds for the flu, 50 quid for a cold? And yeah. if you get the new variant, you get a speedboat or caravan. I don't really understand. <laughs> and what do you get for an STD? Yeah. <laughs> asking, for, asking for a friend. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. no wonder they want to clamp down on these house parties because people will be queuing up in order to try and catch him because for a lot oh. of people 500 quid will be a lot well exactly i mean especially someone who's stuck in their home anyway i have to say i i can't think of anything i mean the daily mail are calling it the 500 pound covid cash point i mean they'll be i mean if you're if you're young and healthy and and you know i I can't imagine that these people won't be going to get tests in the hope that they do actually have it. I mean, that's the that's the weirdly sick, perplexing thing about this. And you mentioned that £800 fine. Um, that was obviously what I think the uh, government wanted to be on the front pages after their press conference last night. Um, I, I didn't, didn't watch the press conference live because I was on a, a school Zoom parents evening, which was an oh. utter disaster because because which cancelled and postponed from last Thursday because, uh, because uh, the, the system went down. And the school is absolutely brilliant. It's not them. It's the, it's the system for doing these parents' evenings. And then and then it also went down again for the half of this one. And then we had to just sort of sit and wait. Some teachers, some not teachers. I mean, and then we're going to try it all again. Basically, the, the whole the whole year of basic group, we'll all just meet up every Thursday around four or five o'clock and do it and do a parents' evening. And eventually, we'll get to all the teachers. But um, yeah, but so I didn't watch it live. But um, Peter Patel, the Home Secretary, announced eight hundred pound fines for people going to house parties. So not just those massive fines, ten thousand pounds for organising a rave or a house party i remember raves um but 800 pounds if you go to a party where there are more than 15 people again is this look people shouldn't be having parties end of story no i mean look i, I don't want lockdown rules but you shouldn't be having parties um uh, like this but 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 for goodness sake would this not encourage people to have parties for 14 people well, I, I really think this is a distraction technique of look over there, look mm. at what they're doing. That's kind of bad. I mean, there's a fine. Yeah. Eight hundred pounds for a house party. Is there a fine for bad governance? Because I really think that there should be at this point in time. I mean, this really smacks to me that Pretty Patel has never been invited to a house party. And now's the time to get a revenge. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's the thing. It, it it is it is very bizarre, and and again, so much of this is the blame game, isn't it? The wagging of fingers. Yeah. Um. And again, this is always my issue with you know, I you know, the evidence that is um 
in my opinion, incontrovertible now that the evidence for lockdowns is not uh, outweighed by the evidence against lockdowns. Uh, numerous papers showing real world evidence being put up uh, you know, uh, by Stanford professors, many as more than 20 uh, papers by uh, you know, proper proper you know, medical you know, data analysts, uh, econ economists, uh, every, you know, psychologists about all of the effects of lockdowns up against the modelling, the modelling, not actual real world data, the modelling is in most of these uh, uh, reports saying, and this research paper saying that lockdowns do save lives. Um, but I mean, again, there, there are arguments on both sides. I, I certainly know which side I, I think is far more convincing. But the thing is, it... If 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 you're, if lockdowns work, then you see infections going down. Now we've seen infections going down at the moment. The data is from the ONS and from the um, Zoe app shows that. However, um, uh, the, 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 those infection rates were going down from um, late December, not not from the fourth of January when we had the lockdown. Uh, so big question marks about that. But but when people think that the lockdown isn't working well enough or soon enough or hard enough, then the argument is that we need more lockdown rather than maybe lockdowns don't work or people aren't obeying the lockdown rules and that's the finger pointing and blaming other people all of the evidence from around the world shows that we are one of the most law-abiding populations in terms of obeying lockdowns and anecdotally i really think that we are i know and i can look out the window people have been following this pretty much to the letter of course there's the odd mask but it really feels like a heads i win tails you lose situation because if the cases go up it's our fault yeah it's, it's everyone on the street if they go down it's because well done round of applause to the government it was their work that did it the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio if you liked what you heard please subscribe and give me a good review and don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.